0: Welcome to Double Impact, the podcast where we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or best left in the past. I'm Tristan.
1: And I'm Greg. More zombies, Tristan. More zombies. Uh. How are you, Tristan, before we, zombi- we
0: zombie talk? Are you well? Um, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Did I? Oh, I've told you. I probably haven't told friends of the show that we're having a bear bear. Yeah, Not you me are. Not me and you. Me, no, me and the yeah. wife having a
1: bear bear. <laughs> Uh, that yeah.
0: <laughs> we, we already have a baby. This is this podcast. Yeah. Thing, yeah you're but now a, I'm having a human form a baby. Human baby. Wow. Yeah. That's a wow. 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 Wow.
1: When are you due? February. February? Yeah, February. February. Wow. That is coming around. February quick, man. baby. It's pretty exciting.
0: It is. It is. I've actually been listening to uh shout out, friend of the show. Matty Fied has a new podcast out with uh fellow um Goggle Boxer. Goggle Box alumni um, about this very topic, how to prep for a baby as a dad. Mm. You know, lots of mum content out there, but, you know, you need more dad content. Mm. So all you all your dads and expecting dads, go check out that pod. Yeah. It's called the dads, the dads and the Docs. Go check it out. Good pod. Good pod.
1: Right. You got you to gotta prep yourself. You got to you gotta get some info in there, in the old noggin
0: you got to prep yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what I said. Mm. You'll still have no idea yeah. what you're doing. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I generally don't anyway. Why should a baby be any different?
1: Yeah, exactly. What does Seymour think of
0: it all? Uh, I don't know. Every time I explain it to him, he just kind of looks at me. Licks his balls. Like he's waiting for a treat. Mm. Yeah. He starts to look at his balls. He doesn't have balls, Greg. Yeah, he licks where his balls once were. Yeah. <laughs> Never quite got over that. No. Um, but, you know, this means that this podcast at some point, We'll we'll probably do a mini-series about lessons in fatherhood or something. 100%. Maybe revisit some commando. (laughs) But maybe hit some long-awaited ones like The Good Son. Oh, yeah. Over the Top. Over the Top. Oh, yeah, that's a father-son tale, isn't it? Bonding with your son over trucking and and arm wrestling. Yeah,
1: that's a real father-son little ditty. Um, Yeah. There's some more obvious ones, I guess. Look who's talking. We haven't done that, have we? No, we haven't. Man, that's weird. That's one of the. It's one of those ones where I f- genuinely feel like we've done it, but we
0: haven't. I've got a few of those. Mm. Sometimes I think it's just because I watched it in the last four years, so yeah, sh- the exactly. streamer was for the pod, that's but it wasn't. <laughs> ah, but wait, where are we now? Is this week three, three? Of zombies?
1: Yeah, because we did those doubles. It throws out our numbers a little bit. You know, we did a. I'm very confused. We did yeah various Living Dead's. Um, and somewhat various Evil Dead's, really. I mean, we did Evil Dead two, but there was we talked about Evil Dead one a little bit, didn't we? We touched on, we touched on yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can fa- fairly well guarantee that we won't be doing that this episode because I haven't seen the other Resident Evil films. No, I've played most of the games, though. Have you? Most, not all. I haven't played three or six. Ah, three or six. I
1: remember you were. Mm. Deli- yeah, we'll talk more about it. But the latest one's quite we'll cool. it's scary, that. isn't it? It's a scary game. Oh yeah, a little jumper. fuck yeah, jumper.
0: That's not hey, that's speaking possible. of scary, let's play. Let's play our spooky, uh, speaky? Yeah, our spooky zombie theme music because it's still a brief history of zombies.
1: Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, an epidemic of mass murder being committed by a virtual army of
0: zombies. Good oh wake up sucker with these and we're bad guys that's exactly
1: what we are why are you torturing me like this why uh,
0: shoot it man shoot it in the head good shot okay he's dead let's go get him that's another one for the fire
1: because this is thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear the music, so I'm just making it my own. M- not making up. That's quite clearly Michael Jackson. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> building and the Clonosaurus. Um, <laughs> Fab. Um, zip. What was I going to say, Greg? I was going to say something. Oh, that's what I was going to say. We totally skipped the 90s uh, mm-hmm. in a way because Army of Darkness came out in the 90s. We touched on that last week. The Resident Evil game came out of the 90s, which I'm sure we'll talk about in not too distant future within this episode. But also when we're making this list, I just kind of assumed that this movie came out in the 90s, but it it most certainly did not. No. Came out in the same it came out in 2002, the same year as 28 Days Later, which is trippy. 28 days later. This feels at least 10 years older than 28 Days Later.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. It sure does. Yeah. And yet yeah, no, no, I was just going to say something that was agreeing with that, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and then yet it does. And yet it does. Uh, but 2002. <laughs> Is 2002 a new year for us? Mate, I think so. Um, oh, take us there. Yeah, I
1: tell you what, there's plenty to sort of grab hold of of Oh, yes. You know, just I will laser in, but just to sort of top level the year for you, um, it's a year where... Kelly Clarkson won the first ever American Idol. It's a year where oh. Ben Affleck won Sexiest Man Alive or Sexiest Person Alive. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crossroads <laughs> came out. So Britney's huge. You know, I think low-cut <laughs> jeans are popular.
0: Well, they're back. Well, that's the thing. They're it's, they're back. it's basically 2002 again. Is it? I'm dressed in how I dressed in 2002. Are you? Pretty much. Baggy pants and whatnot. When did the skinnier pants come in? Um... I don't know, but two thousand and two was my first year of uni. Oh, It was the whole, probably coming in then. I was a bit late. I was still in my baggy pants, mm. and I remember that being a tension point. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to transition to these tight pants yeah. things."
1: I um, I I remember buying uh, like some not so, I called them pussy skinnies because they weren't like you weren't fully going for it, <laughs> so you were just like,
0: yeah. I never went skinny skinny because my legs are so skinny too. So it just
1: looked like a olive on a tooth.
0: <laughs> I Feel
1: like I'm not in I haven't had my coffee and I'm a little bit sluggish today. Oh, I had a poor no. sleep. A poor sleep. Oh no. You so know what? So I'm probably not on my A game today. I will caveat and
0: apologize. I'll take your B game over any other podcaster's A game. Oh, Greg. Yeah,
1: yeah, sweetheart. Really? Well, in that case, let me give you a decent member berry. Yeah. The Osbournes, Tristan, the Osbornes came out in two thousand and two. Whoa. Documenting the domestic life of aging psycho rocker Osborne <laughs> and his family.
0: Sharon And his family of psychos. Yeah. Daughters
1: Kelly and son Jack, but not their other remember there was another she got another daughter and she said, No, I'm not
0: doing that oh, shit. Oh, this is too normal.
1: Yeah, she's just like it's refused. Like, like
0: the daughter in the Munsters. <laughs> I remember how there was the da- in the Munsters there was a daughter who was just like totally normal. No,
1: I don't. But that's good.
0: Uh, it's like Wolf Boy and Frankenstein Dad and and, Norm- and Normie Morticia too, and then uh, just a cheerleader or something. Yeah, that was her. Oh, I guess, well, I guess same dynamic. Yeah,
1: it's precisely right. Yeah, um, it was. I liked this. Did you watch this show? It was great. I saw bits of it. I really enjoyed it. It was on MTV. It was, I think it was. In, well, at the time, the first of
0: its kind, I think. Yeah,
1: right? it was the first like family reality show of which there've been many. So you could, you know, point the finger if you were not so big into the whole Kardashian thing. You could point the finger squarely at Ozzy and say, "Hey, yeah, thanks for nothing."
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So you didn't watch? The, you didn't weren't big on the Osbournes? Not really, by the sounds of it.
0: Um, I can't really. i definitely. I'd, I'd seen bits of it, but also two thousand and two was. My first year of uni, I didn't think I was watching much TV at all. Really? Yeah, oh, cause uni the TV, and then work yeah. and then like getting drunk. It wasn't much time for anything else. we just watch Zoolander and Eddie Murphy Raw mm. on repeat mm. in those days, and play Resident Evil Four at that point. I believe. Really? Like, strangely enough, or maybe that was a year or so later. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, these guys only hung around for a couple of years in this format, and I think they've got a podcast now. Go figure where they sit around and muse, Ugh. Um. it didn't look like it had the same snap, crackle and pop as the uh, the live action in-home stuff.
0: No. And I think the daughter, what's the daughter's name? Again? Keller. 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 She just shows up on my, my TikTok feed now and then with her real fucking, <laughs> she, she, I mean, Benefit of the doubt, let's say she misspoke, but she said that stupid thing on The View.
1: Oh, what did she say? Something uh, not great,
0: wasn't it? It was about Trump and, you know, he's like trying to build a wall and whatever or get rid of illegals and things. And she said like, who's who's going to clean clean the toilet, toilet?" Mr. Trump? And then she realized what she Uh. said. (laughs) Well, maybe she didn't. Everyone realized what she said and then she realized everyone's looking at her funny. She's like, oh. In in the sense that yeah, I that one. there's no coming back from that man.
1: <laughs> I had a oh. I had a situation on Friday night at a restaurant. Oh no, yeah, wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I, I won't name the restaurant, but uh, we sort of had a bit of banter with the with the with the waitress throughout the. She was a little bit older. No, we we're a group of blokes, and and then we were talking about Tesla drivers. And just Teslas, and just you know, just
0: oh, yeah.
1: No, no offense, just a bit of banz about the old Tesla drivers, and uh, yeah. And then we go, what do you what do you make of uh, Tesla drivers? Just because she sort of came in as we were chatting, she's like, oh, they're terrible. We're like, ah. Oh. And she said, like, do you know why? I'm like, why is that? She because they're all Asian. Oh. And I went, oh, oh. Uh, fuck. That was a bit much.
0: I mean. There is some relief because I thought you meant you had said something by mistake. No, it wasn't me. Oh, so I feel yeah. relieved on, on that front, but, you know, reaffirmed my hate towards humans <laughs> otherwise. <Yeah. laughs> fuck, people fucking suck. I
1: was just like, oh, I didn't really, really didn't need to go there. Anyway, <sighs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, fuck. The Osborns.
0: Yeah, the Osborns, Woo. Good show. Yeah, so... Big year for a ex rock legend with somewhat zombie like demeanor who Mm -hmm. would go on to spawn somewhat zombie like uh, epidemic of reality family shows.
1: This is what I was hoping you'd
0: pick up. Well done. (laughs) Big year for movies too, Greg. Was it? Was it? Uh, oh, hell yeah! What do we got? It's, I mean, this is a new year, so let me just go through the top ten. And it is, it is Franchise oh, Town. Uh, Can
1: I try and guess one?
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, road Trip. No, I think uh, that came out while I was still in school because mm. I couldn't get in to see mm. it. Uh, okay, that's all. Just that's the only guess I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers was the biggest film in the world. Oh, God. That was one of your joints. I thought you might get that one. Yeah. No, I don't really like it that Just much. Just because you watch it on DVD doesn't mean you don't know. It doesn't mean you know what year it came out, right? Mm. Um, there was a Harry Potter that year, the one with a chamber full of secrets apparently. Oh, there was Spider-Man. Yeah, Raimi that's right. Spider-Man.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Tobey Maguire.
0: A Star Wars Episode two. Men in Black Pussy. Pussy. Episode Two. Die Another Day.
1: Oh, yep. Otherwise known as Buy Another Day for the excessive use of product placement.
0: Yeah, and just like the shittest Bond movie of all time, I'm pretty sure.
1: Is it? Who's even in it?
0: That's a, it's a Brosnan joint. No, it's his last no one, not I him. Think. I it's mean. the Madonna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the song now. Um, Halle Berry's in it. Halle Berry's in it. Did you know Halle Berry was supposed to have a spin-off of her character? The first oh, James Bond Jinx. spinoff. Jinx. Was her name Infected Jinx Lord, or Jack or Jinx yeah. or Finks or? Jinx. Jinx. Damn, Kelly Berry. Yeah, love her work. You know what? She's 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 pretty hot. I don't know if you have ever noticed. She's pretty hot. Oh
1: yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you. Signs. Remember Signs? I saw that at the cinema.
1: Yeah. Uh, Night, Owl, Shy Moon.
0: <laughs> Ice Age, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Minority Report, oh, Catch Me If You Can. Minority Report.
1: Oh, Catch Me If You Can. They're good films. Minority don't remember. Report. I love Minority Report. It's a good film. It's great. It's a film Speci- K Dick. Yeah, that's right. Especially if you're an admin. Uh because oh, yeah. they really nailed the old futuristic advertising.
0: Was that when it like serves you ads correct? by scanning your eyeball yeah. or something. Personalized. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much yeah. what Personalization, we Personalization,
1: that's kind of what we're working on. That's what we're working on.
0: Yeah. Triple X, the ring. Oh. Oh, you know, there's a lot of bangers here. Yeah. I mean, good bangers and bad bangers. Like Triple X is a terrible movie, but highly enjoyable. Mm. Um, Red Dragon, The Bourne Identity, the Eight Mile, oh, Panic spaghetti, Room, Spaghetti, Some of All Fears, Road to Petition But oh, Gangs of New York. But there's one film, oh. Greg, a little film about a, a a resident, but not a good resident, mm. a bad resident, an evil resident. <laughs> Greg used air quotes on that one, if you couldn't hear it. Um, Resident Evil.
1: Oh, man, i tell you what. Any of those other movies I'd prefer to be doing today. Fuck, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> No this wasn't a big one for me Tristan. i th- I think I knew I think I knew it was there. I wasn't into the game so I didn't really have I, I liked Mila Jovovich. yeah um, you know um. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> was this a big one for you because you're a- you're a gamer?
0: It was pretty big, man. was it the game was big sorry let me let okay. me step back there for a second. Uh, the game was huge, man. PlayStation One that first Resident Evil game fuck. Fuck I remember that. It was terrifying. What was it? Which seems crazy now. To, when you look at it, I was looking at some clips today, and and it's- it was genuinely one of those games where you are like, "How are graphics going to get any better?" Because it was um, pre-rendered, like the backgrounds were like mist. Remember the game mist? Of course. How the, the couldn't static. get out of the first
1: scene. <laughs> yeah.
0: A similar thing where the background was like a static image and you'd run around it. Um, except you can see your character, it's not first person like me. Oh, yeah. But um yeah. I know what you mean. That was like quite mind blowing at the time, those real realistic backgrounds, which actually don't look realistic at all now in hindsight. But it was terrifying, man. Like I couldn't play it at night. It was mm. fucking scary. Mm. And then Resident Evil 2 was even better. or well, at least at the time, I think Resident Evil one's more classic. Uh, Resident Evil 3 I didn't play, but then Resident Evil 4 came out while I was at uni. I was living with Brian at the time and uh, we used to play that a lot and uh, I would often be playing later in the evening and he would pretend to go to bed and then about Ah, 20 minutes later to come out and scare me. That's good. Yeah, I have trust issues Mm. because of that. Yeah,
1: but it was funny,
0: right? It was, it was. For him. And then I stepped out again for a while and ended up playing... Resident Evil 7, I played, but I didn't finish because it was too fucking scary, man. Is that the. It's too scary. When did
1: that come out, Seven?
0: Um, 2019 ish. I can't remember. Is that the one that you
1: showed me? Didn't you film a video of you playing it?
0: Resident Evil 8, that's the Ah, one that I played recently. And I did finish that one. Number 8. And that one was fucking scary, but I decided to. Well, it's a mixed bag. Proud of you. Because it's kind of like four distinct areas and some a fucking scary and some are more just like shoot 'em up style. But fucking great. I mean a rich stew of horror and zombie and lore and um and then and then they made this movie instead. Mm. Uh which is interesting. It is. <laughs> I think I saw it but I didn't wasn't that interested in it.
1: On account of it not being interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. Also like the story of the the story in the games was never really the appeal. For me, at least, it was more just the vibe
1: mm.
0: and the atmosphere and everything, which n- is not in this film. We'll get into that. Um, but all I remember from the film is that Mila Jovovich is in it playing some character that's not in the games, and that guy gets diced up by laser beams.
1: Yeah, I remembered Lazy Dice.
0: Yeah, that's literally it. Oh, I gotta hit the numbers though. So Resident Evil came out in March 2002, budget of $33 million. Mm. Gross. Box offers of $103 million. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores as follows. Critic score 35%. Audience score 67%. Critic consensus. Uh, like other video game adaptations, Resident Evil is loud, violent, formulaic, and cheesy. Mm. That sounds pretty good. I wish I saw that movie. Mm. Generous. I mean, it was loud, I guess. Is it generous? I mean, was it loud, brother? I watched it twice this week and... I couldn't tell you what, <laughs> the plot. <laughs> uh, but I can tell you the origin story. Should I get into that?
1: Yeah. I was kind of hoping you could tell me the plot because my synopsis is a little thin on the ground this week.
0: <laughs> origin story. the <laughs> yeah, plot synopsis can just be, what if there were zombies in a lap? Oh, oh, wow. And a British hologram girl. Mm. The, and that's
1: it Made up centuries ago I thought she was the girl from the That little beginning of that um, Kanye album My right? beautiful dark twisted fantasy <laughs> You know the one?
0: <laughs> that's Nicki Minaj Is it? Talking at the beginning Yeah I think so Made
1: up centuries ago Yeah yeah Well did she uh, do no, no, ish, no. Did
0: Now she, I can't remember any of those words Zip it listen Yeah Oh my God, my
1: Hmm Hmm Ah that's that's still the old Kanye yeah, as far as I'm concerned now.
0: That album, that's a perfect album.
1: I've listened to it a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was the last That was the last CD I ever bought. Really? Yeah. Don't say. Anyway, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, back to Rezzy. Can I call so it Rezzy? I've touched on this before. Yeah, well, sure, we can. Okay. Rezzy E. Rezzy E. I mentioned before, Zombies, kind of. Soft launched a little bit earlier, but then hard launched in 1968 with uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes. And would get iterated upon, perfected, built upon tangential films that that kind of had different takes on the zombie, like Evil Dead, which we've covered last Mm -hmm. week and, and so on and so forth. You know, really picking up a lot of steam across the 70s and 80s. And then we get to the 90s and there were zombie films, but I don't think I've seen any of them. And they all look like junk to me. I know there's a few gems in there some people have suggested. But, um, uh, you know, by and large, 90s was not a huge zombie era. No, they
1: weren't. Yeah. Not like now.
0: Not like now. But on the small screen, Greg. Oh, yeah. In 32-bit, they were peaking.
1: Oh, 32-bit.
0: Yeah. So there was a game called Resident Evil that came out in. Don't say. 1996. Yeah. Um, the, the lead guy, I don't know, do you call him a director? The guy, the guy that made the Creator? game, led the team that made the game, Shinji Mikami. Oh, uh, yep. He is an interesting fellow. I was watching a YouTube video today that was making an interesting case about his childhood and his abusive father and his challenges with anxiety and, you know, constant alertness, which this this video was suggesting <clears> – <throat> kind of projected into the game in, in many ways. Mm. But anyway, this guy, Shinji, he joins Capcom in 1990 and initially he's working on Disney-licensed games like Aladdin, mm-hmm. others. <laughs> um, but eventually, you know, he's doing a pretty damn good job. He's, he's kind of known as the perfectionist. Uh, yep. Capcom, give him a tap on the shoulder and say, hey, we want to remake this game we made back in 89 called Sweet Home. Released on the original Nintendo Entertainment System or family computer, depending where you played it. Uh, A game called Sweet Home. That was 1989. It was based on a film called Sweet Home as well. Uh, And that film, I think, uh, well, I've read up on it today. I don't know much about it other than it was about a team of five, five filmmakers exploring an old mansion in search of whatever the fuck. And I'd never heard of this game, but I saw some screen grabs. And it is very much like a much lower quality graphic, you know, previous-gen Resident Evil-style game. But because it was based on a movie, they no longer had the rights to said movie. And so um, instead of remaking or making a sequel, they decided to make it more of a spiritual successor, inspired by but not based in the world of the film Sweet Home. So he started out with the idea of this mansion and some ghosts or ghouls or whatever you want to call them. And he really wanted to make it an immersive experience. So like this old game was very much like this kind of, those old school games where it's like kind of top down, like those old Zelda games and Metal Gear and stuff. GTA 1. Whereas this, you know, the power of 3D. Sorry? GTA 1. Yeah, 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 that kind of shit. He wanted to make it an immersive experience, much more immersive than a top down kind of isometric view. And uh, he was going to make it fully 3D, fully first person, uh, which if you played the game, you know that didn't end up being the case for a few reasons which I'll get into. But he took inspo from quite a few films, Greg. Um, he got some inspiration for the mansion itself from the Overlook Hotel, from The Shining. Oh, yeah. But also was a big fan of George A. Romero. And as this idea for the game evolved, it became a lot more zombie-centric. And while he was a big fan of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead... He wanted to take a little sci-fi spin because story-wise he wanted to explore why zombies existed because, you know, these movies had been big but uh, most zombie movies as we've kind of seen so far don't actually get into where these things came from, which in my opinion is a good thing but whatever. (laughs) Shinji wanted to get to the root cause.
1: Such a perfectionist, the old Shinji.
0: really gets in there. So he came up with the idea of Umbrella Corp and the T-Virus and all that bullshit that's all throughout this film. Um, Well, I'm sounding like I'm dismissing this guy. This guy is great. I just don't love that element of the game as much. Anyway, um, apparently he got pretty far into developing the game as a first-person game, but then they started adding these puzzle elements, which are a big part of the franchise, and in first-person it just wasn't really working. So they decided to change to third-person, but then you're losing the claustrophobic feeling, But then they came up with that idea of the static background thing which gave you very specific camera angles which made you feel claustrophobic in different ways because you couldn't see what's around the corner. That kind of shit. So, you know, you you run around the corner and bam, zombie dog. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. Zombie dog. You wake up dead. (laughs) It's fucking scary, man. Anyone, I mean, friends of the show at home who have played this game know exactly what I'm talking about. There's this, a, this moment in the first game where you're walking down a very quiet hallway, and a zombie dog jumps through the window, and you, you shit your pants. In real life, you shit your pants. Oh, really? It's fucking scary. Yeah. That's when yeah. shitting
1: your pants is scary.
0: I mean, he wanted to make an immersive experience, and what's mm. more immersive than warm goo, you know, cushioning under your butt? <laughs> so. Fuck. That was graphic. <laughs> The game came out in 1996, sold 2.7 billion copies, which I'm told is a big number. I don't really have a reference point for that uh, in terms of comparing to other games. But apparently that's big and it must be because it was a big game. Also, side note, the game was known as Biohazard in in Japan. That's right. Resident Evil everywhere else. And interestingly, a bit like, you know, his his idol, George A. Romero, he kind of created a genre in and of itself in gaming called survival horror, which became Mm. quite the phenomenon.
1: Survival horror. What other survival horror games are there?
0: Um, I, I would say Resident Evil Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are a bunch. I never really play them because honestly, they're so stressful. The Resident Evil ones I have a soft spot for and go back to them. But The Last of Us. Yeah, that counts. I think there was one called Dino Crisis or something. But I, the, the 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 common thing is like you're given very little ammo, very mm. atmospheric. Mm. Um, it's not as action-y. Like you have to, like in the game, you you won't be able to kill every zombie, so you just have to just strategically decide. Like All right, I'm just going to run past that one, and that zombie is always going to be in that room. And I'm just going to have to deal with it. And so it's very stressful stuff.
1: Yeah. Very stressful. Not like
0: Doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was like around the same time, maybe because they when I was reading about this, there was a lot of comparisons to the development of Doom, mm. or maybe it had come out prior. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, this game was so big, Greg, and you know what happens when games are big?
1: Make a movie.
0: Hollywood's listening. Yeah. Or at least German Hollywood. Yeah. Because a German production company called Constantin Film bought the rights to the game in 1997. The film rights to the game, that is. They hired a, a writer named Alan McElroy, who also wrote Rapid Fire. McElroy. Uh, Alan McElroy. Me- McElroy? McElroy. McElroy. Alan M. Uh, also wrote App Rapid Fire. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. He also wrote some Spawn comics. He's done a few things mm. over, all over the place. He's very busy. Yeah, apparently he was writing a script for Doom, actually, now that you mention it, uh, but that never got made. They did make a Doom film eventually with Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm. uh, and it looks like Pooh. Mm. Anyway, Alan writes a script. He keeps it pretty close to that first game. Didn't include Umbrella Corp, though. So this sounds like my kind of script. Uh, but it got rejected. Now, interestingly, in 1998, Resident Evil 2 comes out, and they make a live-action trailer for it. Mm. And guess who they get to make that live-action trailer?
1: George Romero.
0: Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I didn't know that until earlier today.
1: I didn't wow. know that. I wow. just took a good, an educated guess. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I do have it as a clip, but there's no dialogue. It's kind of dumb to play uh, in the pod, but it's literally just like a 32nd thing. Brad Renfro is in it. Oh man. We should do a mini series on Brad
1: Renfro. Poor Brad Renfro. He was special.
0: We've talked about him a lot, both maybe a little on the pod, but in real life too, right? He was, he was going to be a guy, man. Mm. So much potential. Yeah. (sighs) Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that ad does really well. Sony loves it. And, um, they go, fuck, let's just get this guy to make the movie. He can write and direct. It's Ooh, fucking George A. Romero. Write the theme no tune.
1: Sing the theme tune.
0: Exactly, that old strategy. Uh, so he had his secretary play the entire game and record it so he could watch it. <laughs> huh. smart. That's pretty cool.
1: Not much of yeah. a gamer then.
0: No, I guess not, hey. What
1: would you do today for work? Oh, I had to play a computer game and film it for my boss.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could work for this guy. Yeah. I did that for free. <laughs> I didn't record it. <laughs> um, his script was even closer to the game. So he had the main characters that were the main characters in the game. It was very much like the game, the movie, the game adaptation. Uh, it apparently wrote five or so different iterations of, of this approach and they were all rejected. Now they say that was because of it would have had to be rated... NC-17 or whatever. So that's not good for box office, for video game movies especially. So it all kind of fizzled and he was no longer involved. And in fact, I stumbled across a trailer today for a documentary that's coming out next year called George A. Romero's Resident Evil. So it it's going to be all about his version of the film, which is pretty interesting because they got pretty far. I think there was like concept art and everything. And there was a script, of course. So that'll be interesting. But anyway... They weren't interested and it didn't happen. There was some other director attached at one point, but, you know, still wasn't getting off the ground. But then, you know, they they took a step back, Greg, because this wasn't the first video game film ever made. I believe the first one was Mario Brothers, which came out in 1993, which was a flop. Mm. But somewhat less of a flop was a film that came out in 1995 called Mortal Kombat. Ah. That's a good movie, man. I like that one. Man, we've covered that. We
1: have. The loudest movies I've ever seen.
0: So, why not get that guy, Paul W.S. Anderson? Yeah, he knows how to adapt. Yeah. So, they get him, and not only had he played the game, he'd already kind of written a script that was pretty much a copy of the game that he'd called Undead. Um, But once they had this meeting and shook hands or whatever, he, you know, changed it to be an actual adaptation. And Bish Bash Bosh, you got yourself a film that's some apparently based on the game.
1: Yeah. And uh, get yourself a wife as
0: well. Yeah, you sure did. And a business partner, I guess. She's just in all his movies. Mm. It's kind of weird. Bit weird. Uh, Oh, and precasty David Borianes is one of those white guys that all look the same.
1: Oh, yeah, he would have fit that mould. He really would have. I actually couldn't tell some of those guys apart.
0: I couldn't tell any of them apart. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know who any of them were. Like I genuinely was confused.
1: Isn't, I was like, isn't that that guy? Wait, he's the bad guy or he's the good guy?
0: They fucking look the same. Yeah. It's, in, wasn't it's just crazy. Me. Just give one a hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid.
1: Well, what about a little goatee? Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> give one a goatee or a cool scar. Oh, I think he was going to say a cool scarf. I was like, okay, that'd be pretty warm, though.
0: <laughs> cool scarf. That's the end of that chapter. Yeah, exactly. Give it a little oh, police scarf. Oh, yeah, cops. that's the end of that, zombie. Yeah. I mean, and it's based on a video game. This is what video games did. Look at Mario with such little graphical capacity mm-hmm. that would give them very distinct features so you can tell them apart. Mm. Fucking do it in the movie, you mm. idiots. Anyway, slap in the face. It really is. Uh, let's play the trailer. Yeah.
1: Deep underground. In the top secret research lab, security has been breached. A deadly virus capable of contaminating the entire world has been released. Oh my
0: god. We have to get out of this building! Who's that? It's the brakes! If I'm relaxed, don't lose your head. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, we're here to help. Now, an elite team has been sent in
1: to stop it. Five hours ago, Red Queen went homicidal. Who's the Red Queen?
0: State-of-the-art artificial intelligence. The corporation's keeping a few secrets down here.
1: But they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and mutating the whole human race
0: on State Hall. Oh. You have to get out. Don't listen to anything she says. She's a holographic representation of the Red Queen. She may be our only way out of here. How is she still standing? Isn't standing now. <laughs> <laughs> now is mean? A
1: You're all going to die down here. Sit
0: this bit, sit this bit, children, play. zip it, <laughs> listen. No, I that trailer's fucking good, man. Yeah. That vibe of that trailer, like it's cheesy as fuck, but the game was cheesy as well plot-wise and acting-wise. Like I, I, I dig that. But I guess, you know, taking an hour and a half long movie, you can make mm-hmm. a really good two minutes out of it, I suppose. Well,
1: yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes. They certainly did there.
0: Yeah. I watched
1: that trailer with great interest <laughs> and I felt like I had seen a fraction of it. <laughs> it leads me to believe I wasn't paying a lot of attention this week.
0: It was so hard, man. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, do us all a favour, Greg, and give us some. Yeah. plot. What do you got?
1: Definitely, mate. I can do that. Um, so <laughs> we open on a room. It's like a dreamscape bedroom. Muted greys mm. and. Flowing curtains and moonlight Uh, A girl wakes up in a bright red dress Contrasting to said greys (laughs) She doesn't know where she is Uh, She's had a party dress on So she's been out Woken up in a strange man's room Uh, So that's pretty bad Uh, And then some soldiers (laughs) break in um, And a little bit confused about what happens next But They all seem to work for this company (laughs) called the Umbrella Corporation Mm. because what's happened elsewhere whilst this was happening is a bunker where it's like a lab, an underground lab, Tristan. Yeah. Or is it a tomb? Um, So, ipso facto, in case you couldn't work out what I was saying, they work for the (laughs) Umbrella Corporation and they've been tasked with going into this... Uh, tomb This underground bunker And getting some stuff I'm not sure what yeah. exactly They were meant to be getting uh, But <laughs> they well, That's what they were there to do They were there You know They're hired goons They're professionals They're you know The best of the best uh, Like Philip Ree. Yeah And they've got to go into this bunker And yeah. I'm not exactly sure What they're meant to be doing there but yeah. some of them were bad. I think yeah. her. I think her. Um, the, the gentleman responsible for assaulting her was there. I think he was one of them. She was getting some flashbacks. Yeah, which was awkward. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez was in there. She turned into a zombie. Um, mm. So, oh, did I mention the bunker is evil? It's an yeah, evil, evil bunker. bunker.
0: Yeah, well, there's some um, AI in there too. There's the Hive yeah. or something like that.
1: It's um, you know, the bunkers could turn on you. It's like a, it's like an evil smart home.
0: Yeah, more like the Overlook Hotel, perhaps.
1: Perhaps, but just a bit more like high tech, less
0: ghost. Yeah, and shitter.
1: Yeah, well, why <laughs> shitter? There's no. Well, there was kind of a, there was, there was a little girl, but she was missing her twin sister, perhaps.
0: Yeah, true.
1: Um, true, and there's zombies down there now. Of course, um, one one benefit was there were some zombie dogs. Oh yeah. Uh, which is a great addition. Uh, a lovely doberman range of um skinless dobermans. Yeah.
0: So we have that going for it. Which was the uh, they were in the game. Yeah, I thought that. That was, was happy a to see them. <clears throat>
1: uh, yeah, and then they got to get out of there. Oh, and then they get out and I think the world's ended. Oh yeah. So it's kind of a bit of a bit of a love story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, between love story, Mila yeah. Jovovich and the director yeah yeah true it's a real love story
0: you know there's there's a lot of history of um celebrity couples meeting on such shit movies
1: oh yeah go on
0: like uh ryan reynolds and blake lively i believe that was green lantern oh great film was was um j-lo and ben affleck ben affleck geely geely do they meet on geely
1: Maybe let's say yes. Know. We can say yes. This is, yeah, this okay. is our, our podcast. It's about the facts here, we we'll tell you what he was the world's hottest man in two thousand and two. So,
0: Bradley Pitts and Angelina Jolie. Oh, Mister and Missus Mr. Smith. 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 Why, why I can't say that. Smith. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Smith. Um, oh man, I, I didn't like this movie, Greg. Mm. I thought I might kind of like it. And for, let me also just say, if you like this movie, that's totally fair. Yeah. I'm sure I like movies you hate. But this, cool. this movie just – and maybe oh, – I've got lots of things as to why. But uh, I, knew, I knew this wouldn't be my favourite movie of the miniseries. I do think it is still, for better or worse, a, a milestone in, in the in the genre.
1: Yes. I think – I see why you wanted to have it in there.
0: you got to cover it, right? It's part of the – I mean, it's one of the – it's probably aside from the Living Dead stuff, it's probably the biggest franchise in the genre. Like it only It's still going came out like a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah. It's still going. Yeah. Can't stop. Won't
0: stop. I, I would have loved to see it get into like Fast and Furious territory of absurdity. That might have been more fun.
1: Brought the rock in.
0: You know, as the sequels went on. Although I haven't seen them, so maybe they do. I don't really know. But um I think the elevator bit was cool. The laser bit still cool. There's little moments like that that are pretty cool. But man, what did you, well, how about you? What Was, what was your <laughs> rewatch like? hey oh, yeah, I just did Had you seen it
1: before at all? I think so, but yeah, probably watched it as intently as I did this week. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. Most oh yeah, of I watched the it
0: time. twice, by the way. Yeah, because I felt bad that I wasn't paying enough attention. I'd try to watch it again. And fuck, I would man. have, but.
1: The thing is, it's I so had to hard. rent it twice already, and I was no way else renting this same p- for a third time. <laughs> did you rent it three times? I it.
0: No, the the first time I didn't finish it, and then it expired. And then I rented it again, finished it, and the rental was still going. And I'm like, I'm just going to start it again. Yeah, the next Yeah, yeah, that
1: was good. I watched other zombie movies this week.
0: Oh, what did you watch? I watched
1: that Korean one that's not trained to Busan.
0: Oh, what's that one? It's the
1: one in the apartment block.
0: Oh, you seen it?
1: Or have you seen?
0: I remember seeing. I think the it came out
1: around the same time as. Yeah, Transible I think I just Zone. watched them together. Yeah, because I remember at the time thinking, oh, "I've got to watch that one too," and then I had a little break from zombies, and forgot about oh. it. But uh, I watched it this week. Huh. but we're here to talk about Resident Evil, aren't we? Mm, okay, um, we are. Yeah, look, I didn't know what was happening. I, um, it, yeah, it wasn't without its moments. Yeah. But it's um, look. I'm just not a big. I'm not a big bunker man. Yes.
0: Yeah. Same. And again, like same with the games. Like, let me let me let me let me zoom out for a sec. That's my fundamental issue with this movie. And not that it has to be exactly like the game. I get it. Like it's kind of good to make a movie based on a game that's not just recapping the plot of the game. That's I, I mm. get it. That's mm. fair. Mm. But. Fundamental to the game is you don't actually know what's going on. And that's why it's so scary. You just enter a mansion not knowing anything. Mm. And you're in the mansion for a long time before you ever get any sense of Umbrella Corp or labs underneath the mansion. That's almost a twist. That's like, oh, I thought I was in a zombie game. I'm actually in a sci-fi thing. That's that's the vibe of the Mm. game. This movie opens with all that umbrella bullshit. (laughs) And it's just like... You've lost the zombie – the zombies show up halfway through the movie after all of the, the corporate lab bunker shit. Mm, and it's successful. like what about just a scary mansion with mo- zombies in it? Mm. Like that's, that's, that's the vibe of the game that's so awesome. And in the subsequent games too, like it usually has that kind of flow – Obviously, after the first game, you know it's Umbrella Corp. But it usually starts as something fucking scary and horrifying and then slowly reveals that there's some boring science labby thing behind it. And it always, in my opinion, the games lose a bit of steam with that stuff. But um, the scary shit is fucking scary in the games. And the movie just skips that entirely. And it's just a shame. There's so much good stuff in there that they could do. Imagine just the scary... Mansion with zombies. Yeah. They completely skip it. Not even like. Story by. Story by. There, uh, to be fair, there is like in one of those first scenes when she is in the mansion, there's a room she's in that looks a lot like a room in the game and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking cool. And then eight seconds later she's in a lab. It's a like, fuck, man. Like the zombies should appear first. They're not a fucking AI British girl from Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Oh, and the zombies themselves are a real mixed bag too. There's like one or two I think they spent all the CGI budget on that had like missing part of their face and then the rest were pretty meh. Yeah. All the dudes in this movie do genuinely look the same. Very confusing.
1: It was a bit confused too. The, the main goody and the main baddie looked, I couldn't, Quite. Which
0: is the worst two to look alike, yeah, right? Yeah, it was,
1: it was confusing for my little brain.
0: I'm pretty sure there's a third or fourth guy that also looks like them as well. Or maybe there were just two and I, I just didn't realise.
1: Well, act, The thing <laughs> is we'll never actually know. Yeah,
0: there's no way of knowing, man. No.
1: She's <laughs> <laughs> got Michelle Rodriguez. That's good.
0: Yeah, she's always great. She's always great. I think she comes back in another game later as a clone. Oh, sorry, another movie, one of the sequels Clonosaurus. Later, as a clone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Two two Clonosaurus shout-outs today. (laughs) I like the guy getting sucked into the room of zombies, you know, when they open the door. Like, that's quite a good little scene, you know, like,
0: oh, we'll go this way. Yeah, opens the
1: door and then there's just a wall of zombies that just slowly pull him in. Yeah,
0: yeah. (sighs) And I do like the overall B-movie energy of it because I feel like the game itself is very B-movie. Like, anyone that's played that original game knows the infamous opening live-action cinematic that's so cheeseball mm. it's delightful and so i'm all for this movie not being too you know it's not a prestige thing like embrace the cheese for sure but i want to see cheese in a mansion not just cheese in a lab
1: you want to see some like baked brie <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i baked assume that, that yeah.
1: i assume that's what they have in mansions
0: yeah um Oh hey, the elevator thing—it gave me flashbacks to my childhood. You know, that, that elevator scene was cool. I forgot mm. that was in it completely, and it was good. But it reminded me because you you used to watch Police Rescue, right? Yeah, as a kid, definitely. Yeah, with, with Gary, Gary Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, of course. That was like the one night of the week I was allowed Aussie to stay up and watch Police Rescue. Yeah, Aussie Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? There was an episode in the elevator. Oh yeah, and it's fucking scary. And it- I think I've seen that. It horrified me as a kid, man. Anyway, I forgot that existed until that scene came up.
1: I fucking love that show, man. That was
0: so good. I wonder if it holds up. Maybe we were just kids.
1: I remember seeing Gary Sweet at a the DJs used to do this like VIP customer night where you could go in at Christmas time and they had it was like the Starlight Foundation or something put it on. And you could have like there were celebrities there. You could do the Christmas lights right. and do some shopping. And we used to go to it. And I remember seeing Gary Sweet there and I was like first time I was like genuinely starstruck. Really? I must have been about 6. And I really wanted to go over and say good day and I just sort of stood there frozen mute and then he got in the escalator and like just slowly disappeared from my sight and I was like oh, I never got to say How long. old are you? I don't know, I must have, I reckon I would have been like 6 or something? 6 or 8?
0: Yeah. Kid. Well, I, I met him. We've talked about this, That's right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. What was the deal? He was... Because my mum was friends with his mum. His mum. <laughs> 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 and we went to school together. No, Um <laughs> My mum was friends with his friend. We used to catch uh, June He was bugs. an actor. He was... Uh, uh, what was his name? Paul Walton or something. I forget his name. He was in um, Heartbreak High. He was a teacher in Heartbreak yeah, High right, in one of the okay. later seasons. And he was buddies with... Uh, Gary Sweet, and that's where I first saw Jaws. Was at oh, that's cool. My mum's friend's party, and me and my sister were just, I maybe with some other kids watching TV in the. Remember kids that room, we I just
1: guess. take the like, kids and stick them in the TV room, and my parents would just get loaded <laughs> and party. <laughs> well, it'd be like ten kids who don't know each other, They're just looking at each other watching a screen.
0: Yeah, and you kind of become best friends for one night. Mm, you never see them.
1: Never again. see them again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so interesting, actually, isn't it? Yeah, fuck. Yeah.
1: Um, Where were we? (laughs) (laughs) Parents are out in the main room. We've got to to embrace
0: the tangents today, folks. Um, I mean, okay. So, but to be fair, again, for better or worse, because it's not necessarily my favorite elements of the zombie genre. But this film, I'm not going to say it's the first because I haven't seen every zombie film. But I would say, in terms of mainline zombie canon, this has got to be one of the first that kind of takes the military angle. The the you know, weaponizing zombies, the the sci-fi angle of like where they come from and labs and things and it's a virus that was whatever the fuck, you know. It it brought that to the table, I guess. So, you know, it it has a role in the history of zombie films, I suppose. But I mean I just can't I can't get over that George A. Romero was actually gonna make this. That would have been so full circle. Mm. His movie inspired the game. And then a game, a movie inspired by the game. Mm. Well, you know, full circle.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Doing mind blown. Missed opportunity,
1: you might say. Big
0: time, big time. I wonder
1: what his scripts were missing in the eyes of the money people.
0: They're fucking idiots. They don't even fucking know. (laughs) And the thing is, I mean, we both really liked uh, *Mortal Kombat*. So Paul W. S. Anderson is is not the worst or anything. I was thinking on that too. I guess with Mortal Kombat, I know there's a lot of lore with Mortal Kombat, but the game itself back in those days was very much the story you would just have to read in the booklet or whatever. Like there wasn't much story on the surface of the game. So I guess he had a bit of, mm. he, he had the the opportunity to fill in the gaps. Whereas this was a story driven game mm. and he decided to go tell another story for some reason. Mm. And all, you know, all power to him if he tells a better story, but he didn't.
1: I did I did enjoy the having uh, the additional ghouls in there. We talked about the dogs. Yeah. Just a bit of extra, a little extra something, you know, zombie, other things. I'm down for that.
0: Oh, yeah. So I think they're, so in the first game, the dogs, as I mentioned, the dogs looked exactly like the dogs of the game. Well, mm. a bit clearer. <laughs> mm. uh, but those dogs were fucking scary in the game because they were fast. So, you know, oh, yeah. Slow zombies, fast dogs, hard to shoot. They jump through the window when you least expect it. Um, so that, that shit was cool. Those more monstery style zombies, there's a point in the game, right, where, you know, you, you kill the zombies. If you don't burn them or shoot them in the head, later in the game, way later in the game, you think they're dead. Uh, any that you don't actually destroy their head or burn, they come back as those monstery type ones. Oh, uh, So it comes back to bite you in the ass. Literally. But because you have such minimal ammo and supplies, it's a real tension point of like, do I shoot it in the head or do I just leave it? Again, that's cool. But again, in in this movie, they all just kind of coexist at once and they're just all there. Mm. Like it doesn't build like that. That would have been cool. Yeah. I think some of those monsters as well are ones that showed up in the later games. So not all from the OG, but yeah. But I was also thinking, you know, I think I touched on this last week, and it occurred to me this week that George A. Romero makes Night of the Living Dead in '78. No, '68. I said '78 before, didn't I? '68. Yes. In the 60s, man. I wish I didn't say that half an hour ago. Damn it. <laughs> I that back in. I didn't even miss. I'll just say '1968 a few times. '68. '1968. '1968. See if I can slot it in there.' Um, so he made that right in 1968 and the comment I made last week was like when does something go from being copying a movie to it becoming a movie genre so like how did zombie movies become a genre and not just oh another person's copied Night of the Living Dead Mm. and then what I realized this week was I did learn this back in the Night of the Living Dead episode but I kind of didn't think too much of it at the time but Night of the Living Dead is public domain Mm-hmm. So that means anyone can. So, like the the creatures, the name, the movie itself. Like, apparently, it's one of the most downloaded movies because anyone can you can download it legally for free because it of
1: its because oh, of its how long it's been around.
0: No, they, so they made an admin error, <laughs> and it was never copywritten. Oh, that is a it's an oversight. Apparently, they changed the name of the film at one point, and in those days you had to actually put a copyright notice on the artifact itself and they didn't do that. So it became public domain as soon as it was released. Right. So that's what makes the franchise even more confusing too because there are some movies that are titled so-and-so of the living dead that aren't actually related yes. because it's, it's public domain. And um, I realized, oh, shit, I guess that's how it became a genre because people were able to legally copy that movie it would have at least helped.
1: Yeah.
0: Damn. That's trippy, right? I did Google it and some people seem to be suggesting this too. One guy said, "Yeah, imagine if Romero and his distributors had properly copyrighted the film, only George Romero could legally do anything with zombies as we understood them. None of the movies, video games, novels or comic books about zombies we all know and love would exist." This is a, That's
1: crazy. It's a great example of open source, you know, content yes. sharing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly, it yes, really is because um it is. That that's the beauty of public domain and and the limitations of copyright because um it's going to be interesting because uh Mickey Mouse goes public domain next year. Oh. So the in the US the law is 95 years. Uh and so Mickey Mouse well, which also means we can't make our Bloodsport movie Greg until 2083. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll be 99. I Will you be 101? Yeah,
1: well, we can get started and then we can hit hit go.
0: Oh, yeah, we can just release it then. Yeah, yeah. On our deathbed, our final gift to the world. Mm. Yeah. Superman goes public domain in 2034. Batman goes public domain in 2035. But there is a catch because it's only the 95-year-old version that goes public domain. Ah, So the nuance is like with... Steamboat Willie or whatever the fuck it is that Mickey Mouse, the original Mickey Mouse cartoon, that version of Mickey Mouse goes public domain. So he's notably not wearing gloves. So if you made it, if you were selling Mickey Mouse t-shirts next year and he's wearing gloves, you're going to get sued. But if you do it without gloves, gloves, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. The details. But same goes for Batman and Superman. Their shitty costumes from their OG comics. No gloves. (laughs) That's the catch with <laughs> you can't use gloves. Gloves are out. <laughs> but everything else is, everything else is cool. Um, that's why there's a, there was a horror movie that came out last year based on Winnie the Pooh because that went public domain last that's year. That's right. Yeah. There's a bunch of Sherlock Holmes films over the past few years because that went public domain recently as well. It, it's, it's super interesting. And I guess, you know, about 100 years ago was when a lot of this IP that we're still milking kind of entered the universe so mm. like Mickey Mouse's first cab off the rank next year but there's going to be more and more that goes public domain so it's going to be it's going to be interesting yeah because then it's just the cream rises to the top right like yes there were zombie movies in the 90s I couldn't name any of them I can only name the ones wherever around that that were good so like to your point it is a it is the case for open source let creative people play around with stuff and let the best version win yes definitely yeah yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Interesting times ahead. Mm. Should we get into some tropes? Yeah. Well, what did we? What did
1: you? What did you learn from a survival perspective before we
0: get into? Oh the yeah, of course. How could I forget? Oh, man, this movie. <laughs> this movie is tough because none of it really processed in my brain, so I don't know how <laughs> to draw it. And man, it's I don't know. I, uh, apologies if this is your first episode and you're tuning in because you love this movie. We do you take this seriously and try and watch these movies even even if we're not enjoying them. And this movie just made it very tough. Yes. And a lot of it just didn't really stick in my brain. Uh, So survival-wise, I guess... um, Don't get bitten. Don't get get bitten. Don't
1: trust generic, um, attractive, brown-head white men.
0: (laughs) I already don't. Um, Yeah. Fuck, that's a good point. It's it's an interesting test because... um, it kind of reveals that the movie didn't necessarily have a hot take on anything, like a way to get out of the situation.
1: Beware zombie dogs.
0: Beware zombie dogs. Yeah.
1: But is the bunker a place of safety? It's. I mean, it's a. This is a. A question as old as time. Is the bunker a, a place of refuge or a mm. or a you know can or a damned um, a damned crypt.
0: That's fair too, because even in the OG Night of the Living Dead,
1: bunker to bunker or not to bunker.
0: Yeah, to bunker or not to bunker—that's the big question. And I guess, actually, you know, one lesson in this, I guess, would be to not trust the corporations. Crazy.
1: Oh, big corp! Yeah, 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 yeah the umbrella corp. And
0: actually, to be fair, that's that's a pretty new element. Like, I think um, some of the movies are pretty good at having a little lesson to them in that sense. You know, you got the Night of the Living Dead. The zombies are only powerful because they're united and this household of people are not united and they're just dying. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, consumerism, you know. This is be wary of corporations, I suppose, which is mm. perhaps a new element. So, yeah, we credit all just, where credit is due. Are we all just
1: zombies anyway working at the corporation, you know? That would
0: be a good zombie movie.
1: Very oh, I think they touch on that in Shaun of the Dead, don't they?
0: Oh yeah, fuck! They really do. Yeah. That is basically he is a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Until there are actual zombies, and then he comes to life.
1: That's a great movie. Is that how's that going? It's a good movie, man. Thing.
0: Um, I think it's doing all right. I think that's through to the next round. If that doesn't good win, mover, it's like it's pretty bad because I think that is important. I want Train to Busan to win, mainly because I just haven't seen it. Have you not just, seen it? And I don't want to watch it. No. I've watched it. Oh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead beat I Am Legend. Planet Terror beat Maggie. World War Z beat Reanimator. And live as we speak at 50 50 is Train to Pusan and Zombieland. Ooh. <sighs> Interesting.
1: Land's pretty good.
0: I try and stack the deck in my favor to the movie I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have little tricks. Friends of the show, let me know if you know my tricks. It never works, so. No. so you probably don't know.
1: <laughs> the, people, the people have spoken.
0: Yeah. Let's get into some tasty tropes. Um, let's cross this one off the list real quick. Attractive zombies? No. And you know what? Lack of diversity in zombies overall. They're all just like corporate-looking jerks. Well, they're at work. Where's my football player? Well,
1: they're in, off- they're in an office space.
0: <laughs> that would have been cool if they were, it was a bit more like like the office and just really boring zombies, mm. like just hanging around the water cooler. Mm. You don't. Well, I guess again that is Shaun of the Dead. Like you can't even tell they're zombies because yeah. they're just boring. Mm. <laughs> um, who are the real monsters, though? It's not as pronounced, but I guess that's if the bad guy is not a zombie, then I guess that's
1: yeah. But they didn't. They didn't really pose it as an as a question, though, did they? Or did they? No, maybe people might be going. Yes, not. they did.
0: Well, it felt more that the technology was like science and technology was the real monster, not mm, necessarily humans, yes, but like yes. be wary of technology. Well, corporations are the real monster, yes, I guess. Yes.
1: Faceless corporations,
0: uh, super zombies. Yeah, oh, got the liquors. Yeah. The liquors are from, I think they're from Resident Evil Two. I think the liquors. Resident yeah. Evil Two is a great game, Greg. You should actually. You've still got your PlayStation 4, right? Yeah. Get the remake of Resident Evil 2. It's fucking good. Okay. I actually couldn't finish it because I was too scared. <laughs> I'm a bit due
1: for some gamer, Greg. It's been a while. I'm craving some, yeah.
0: some, you know, some
1: console time.
0: And you haven't played any oh. survival horror, right? This will be – I want to hear about it. I want, I want you to play it. Friendly Zombies? Uh, nah. No. No. Um, mega Jerk? Mega Jerk, yep. Rapist Mega Jerk. Wait, was there a rapist?
1: No, no, I've embellished on that opening scene a little oh. bit.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so were there a couple? It was a bit uh, no, not, uh, I didn't even, yeah. <sighs> football player zombie? No, no, fuck you. Give me my football player zombie. <sighs> um, Having to kill a reanimated loved one.
1: Yep, Michelle Rodriguez. So,
0: yeah, yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Hide
1: the butt, Michelle Rodriguez. Bite. Did she hide the yeah. butt? <laughs> no, she got I think they didn't really. She pretty good.
0: Yeah, I don't think she knew what it was yet, so she yeah. didn't hide it. Yeah, she just got munched.
1: Ah, oh, do you know what we? Do you know what we should have done? Mm-hmm. This would have been a good one to do the Simpson zombies. Ah, zombies.
0: Oh yeah, that was a good one. Well, I should have thrown that into fans' choice. Yeah, when he um, he just killed zombie
1: Flanders. That was zombie.
0: We already talked this.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: is that after the the nuke the in the, in the bomb shelter or something?
1: No, I think it's older than that. I think it's oh. – I can't remember how it starts. It's, mm. an old, it's one of the first – I think it's one of the first Three Hours of Horrors.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, all right, evolution of of the lore of zombies. Zombie speed, we're still in pretty slow zombie town, I guess until you get to those mega zombies. Mm. Uh, zombie intelligence, pretty weak. Zombie sympathy – no. Is 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 the Alice character a real thing? Like is she a clone or something or is she a just a normal human?
1: Does she have like superpowers? I don't
0: know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I, think so. I don't know either. Yeah, that's all I got of this movie, Greg. Oh, the music. Yeah. Marilyn Manson was involved in the music. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we get into the verdict? Yeah.
1: I don't know what to
0: say, really.
1: I don't remember asking you a goddamn
0: thing. Ah, the I'd like an answer to question, Judge. I want to have them answered immediately.
1: You can't handle the truth. What are you waiting for? Ah! Say what again? Say what again? I did nothing further, Your Honor. And that's all I have to say about that.
0: Ah, uh, this movie's okay. <laughs> <laughs> FX test. <laughs> FX test, it has its moments, but it's it's actually kind of a fail maybe overall. Uh, if it was just a better B movie, I would allow it. Yeah. It's just that this is the fundamental problem, I guess. It's like not so bad, it's good. It's just bland. It's just too bland.
1: Yeah. A bit feels like it's one note, you know? Yeah. One
0: speed yeah, exactly. And that's the main thing. Like you could have saved all the lab stuff, all the um, uh, bunker stuff for later and just had a more traditional horror in a scary house for at least the opening act before you get in there. Like it starts mm. with a opening, like text on the screen explaining Umbrella Corp. That's stupid.
1: <laughs> oh, I should have read that.
0: <laughs> so, same. I think Looking I did. Looking forward but, to next
1: week. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah oh man, And it came out the same year. that's gonna be juicy, although this film did pass the Bechdel test, I think right I mean it I think they spoke about things other than men um rodriguez mm, like and and uh race Bechdel, not so much did Simpsons do it? no porn parody. I did look into this uh not too extensively, but uh they exist, but they're not clever names, so that's a fail in my opinion. But overall, I would say this film does not hold up for me. It's probably best left in the past. You know, if you like Blade but would prefer it if it was less fun and about zombies, then maybe this is for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. What
0: about you, Greg? Uh,
1: look, yeah. No, nah. no. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Not my jam. Not my jam.
0: And to be fair, I went into this, you know, with low expectations, hoping to be maybe surprised, but I wasn't going in ready to hate it. Low expectations, but open mind, and uh,
1: here mm. we are. Yes, yeah. yes. I might watch another one just to see what happens in them.
0: Yeah, I was looking. Um, I wonder because I think they do get better. Like I think this one is one of the worst ones. I think they get better.
1: Well, I read this. I read a little ranky rank thing that had this one as the second best.
0: Oh fuck! That's um, a shame. <laughs> And then,
1: uh, hang on, bear with me.
0: Hold, please. W.S. Anderson sticks around. I think he doesn't do the second one, but I think he does Extinction the rest. Extinction, 2007. Ah. Uh, yeah. I may have seen that one, actually.
1: All right, I'm going to give another one a go just to see where they take it. It's pretty low it's stakes the least I can to do. just throw on.
0: Yeah. It's the least you can do. You're a good man. Yeah. Well, seven days later, we'll be doing 28 Days Later. That'll be fun.
1: It's not anywhere. Oh, there are really? any streaming services in this country, which is annoying. I uh, yeah, started shit. watching on YouTube. It wasn't great. It wasn't great quality. So I might uh,
0: send up a bat signal. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, I'll check here too. Shit. That's so annoying. Why do they do that? The worst one was when we did true lies. And just for whatever reason, that just that one week it wasn't available anywhere in the US, and then the next week it showed up on Netflix or something. Fuck, man! Why does that have to be so stressful? This pod's supposed to be fun for us. (laughs) Yeah, not stressful. Stressful, anyway.
1: My notes were a bit stressful this week, on account of them not really (laughs) existing. Same. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Okay, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.